Marshall has nailed down exactly how long it will take to walk the last 1,000 miles from wherever they are in Mexico to the uh, border of California, I guess. the It's the caravan, the invasion. The giant caravan is headed toward California, so more on that coming up in just a little bit. I will tell you this, and I guarantee it, it is a winning issue for Republicans. I was listening to the uh, the cable news on my way in this morning, and they had the uh, the big gal from the DNC, the big arguer from the DNC's point of view. And how uh, big is she? She's oh god. Well, you mean big and she's like important. six foot eight. You mean importance? Yes, I mean important. And then the important gal from the RNC arguing the point. The RNC gal made uh, made her points about you know it's a huge number of people we have. Uh, an immigration uh, uh, procedure. We also have a refugee procedure. You go to a port of entry, you apply for a refugee status. It's all we have a compassionate program, and these people are going to invade by the thousands, scatter into the country, and it's it's lawless. We can't have this. And the DNC person said, "Listen, you're trying to spread fear about MS-13. That's sort of sort of thing." The, these people are uh, they're they're good people. They want a new life. They're coming from a terrible circumstance, and most of America is not into that story. Yeah, by, by far, it's not even close. Well, right. I think I think you've got your hardliners, and then you've got your people like me who think, "Wow, it is miserable in those Central American countries. They are screwed up, and we should probably try to help them get a little less screwed up." But that doesn't mean we're going to let 7,000 people in willy-nilly. And they keep talking on the cable news about how it's mostly women and children. I don't know. I see the news video. I see a hell of a lot of young men. And, and, it, and, and, and we have laws. You don't like the laws, change them. Or vote for people who will change them. You can't advocate for lawlessness because you don't like the laws. Except pot, which I have in the past, making me a hypocrite. <laughs> um, but I would, I would argue that a personal decision to remove oneself from one's senses in the privacy of one's home is fundamentally different than letting thousands of people of unknown origin flood into your country. Well, having borders is one of the really couple of main pillars oh, of even being a country. Thank you. So the RNC gal said, if we don't have borders... Or, or the, the host quoted Trump as saying, if we don't have borders, we don't have a country. And the DNC gal said, we have borders and we have a country. But these are people coming from a very tough circumstance. And then she advocated for just letting them flood across the border. So I just, I don't think they have a winning argument. They do in the bluest of blue sectors, some of which are, are listening to us right now. And thank you for listening very much. Um. But I don't think it's going to be a winning argument. Got some good texts on the whole doctor thing, but I want to mention, I just saw up on the TV screen, I don't know if you saw much of the rally last night in Texas. It was a barn burner, as most Trump rallies are. Oh. Um, he was on fire. The crowd was on fire. But when he came out... What a hockey arena-sized uh, venue. It was huge. He claims yeah. they set a record. but It's, he it's where the it. Rockets play, NBA oh, arena. basketball. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, but he came out and he and Ted, you know, uh, shook hands and Trump talked to him for like a good 20 seconds. And I, I, I'd love to know what he said to him, mm, grasping hands and man hugging. So my, my thought was, as I remembered, yeah, during the election, I mean, we were at the convention when Cruz supporters were losing their mind <laughs> over whether or not 
uh, Ted was going to accept the results and blah, 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 that whole thing. And Trump had uh, said... Endorse! Remember those red face <laughs> oh, yeah. yellers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether or not Cruz would endorse Trump. <laughs> right. And then and Cruz said, vote your conscience. And Trump fans went, no! <laughs> so Cruz would not even say, in, he would not even endorse the Republican candidate. Right. Partially because Trump had called his wife ugly and his dad a murderer. Right. Which of will uh, JFK. Which will get under your skin. Right. And called you a liar repeatedly. Right. Um. So when they, last night, so they're glad handing and everything. I, got, I was thinking to myself, so is that a politician's ability to put nastiness beside if it's going to help you now? It's just, you know. Starting with today, what's the best thing for me today? Or does it did it not damage him in the first place? Do you just you don't even take that stuff seriously in the first place? It's just part of a game, and you think, hey, interesting maneuver on his part. How should I handle this? I think it's some of both. Whether it's ninety ten or, or sixty forty, I don't know. But uh, you watch the fightings, whether it's boxing or your mixed martial arts. At the end of the fight, ninety percent of the time, they hug, they shake hands. Because they know they're in the business of punching each other in the face. And they're both good at it and have dedicated their lives to it. And they've been at it in a way that nobody in the crowd will understand. No, None of the promoters will understand. They're the men in the arena. And politicians get elected by punching each other in the face. Frequently, you know, dishonestly. You could punch me in the face and I'd get over it faster than you calling my wife names. So, he's, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't. But you know. But that's why I could never be a politician. You know, I wasn't going to bring this up, but when Jerry Ford was shot in California, where was your dad? <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, they've clearly buried the hatchet. I admire, yeah. on one hand, the what's the best thing for me as of today and moving forward. That's probably a, a good maneuver, right? Yeah, probably that's a smart this, way to handle right. it. So I mentioned just a little bit ago that uh, seven out of ten physicians say they would not recommend becoming a physician to their uh, their own family members, and we got a couple of texts on that. That's a lower ratio than the dentists who recommend sugar free gum. But go on, <laughs> hilarious point of order. Um, and then you were asking about the reviews, which I've never looked at before. I think they'd probably fill me with angst and concern when. That might not be necessary. Just I like when I think research, you may be right. Just like when I research a bed and breakfast and a couple of people, it was the worst experience of their lives. We were attacked by wolves in the bathroom. The beds Everybody were, else loves it. The beds were covered in urine. I got uh, <laughs> E. coli from the breakfast. Exactly. Everybody else had, you know, I'll remember it forever. I rediscovered my joy of life and right. our marriage has been reinvigorated. <laughs> but then you got the one guy. So I don't. Yeah, I, I want to know about that. Uh, in regards to the doctor discussion, you might as well be talking about teaching. It's simply not enjoyable anymore. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Remember, oh, we yeah. talked a couple of years ago about how there's a teaching shortage everywhere in America, no matter what the uh, population, politics, whatever, because government has made teaching so um, far away from why you got into teaching. And every news report you hear on that topic from, you know, cable news, newspapers, the mainstream media will cite pay as virtually the only issue. Right. But we had a teacher panel. We had a we did a huge survey of teachers and and pay is a factor, but it's not the biggest factor. And anybody who's lived a little and accumulated a little wisdom knows that you will put up with more crap if your pay is higher. But it's the crap that's the real issue that's making you unhappy. It's not the pay. 
Um, as to the reviews, my husband is a general surgeon, and he is one patient who is diagnosed as psychologically ill. The psychologically ill woman has written multiple critiques about my husband using different names. Some of the complaints are so crazy they're really hard to believe. His patient even made a complaint under a fake name and reported it as happening on a date that was three months after we had moved out of the state. You do have to keep in mind, look around the waiting room the next time you're at the uh, the doctor's office. Do you believe all those people's opinions mm. uh, based on the doctor they're about to see? I wouldn't necessarily. Right, right. That's a tough one. Yeah. And it also leads to, some people claim that's part of the opioid crisis, is they're trying, doctors are trying so hard to not get negative reviews, they go ahead and give you the painkillers you yeah. ask for. Yeah, I have heard that over and over again. Oh, and one of the reasons I wanted to bring up the teacher aspect of it, Trump was talking last night, Now I don't know if this is verifiable or not, but he said we have cut more regulations than any presidential administration has ever in four or eight years we've already done. And I know that's a big part of what he's up to, and I hope that you know factors in with doctors and teachers and everything else of making your job less sucky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bureaucrats from on far deciding how you should do your job is the... The scourge of the modern world. Well, it's one of several. There are multiple scourges going on right now. Including Saudi snuffing journalists. And we have some of your reaction to that big story. The fellow went into the consulate in Turkey and didn't come out. Well, he came out in 15 pieces. Hmm. How is he? Not feeling good. Now there's he, a... his, his doctor will get an excellent review if he can bring him back around. <laughs> there's... There's a report out today that they found some of his body parts, or they know where they are. Really? Yeah, and the New York Post has claimed that, but I don't Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Be a little sloppy, wouldn't it? How about the whole bone saw story? Where does that come from? Is that verified? That's all from the Turkish regime, which has an axe to grind, no pun intended, with Saudi Arabia and their own motives. Right. And and they snuff and jail journalists all the time. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's left out of the story a lot. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. Reactions to the pug picture I posted on our Twitter last night I found amusing. Charming. That coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Also, Marshall has nailed down how long till the, uh, the refugees hit the California border. Plus, man grabs woman on airplane and claims it's okay because the president said it was okay. Oh, jeez. And there's plastic in your poo. Stay with us. Is there? I don't so, know how you would know that. The disappearance of the Saudi uh, journalist. Getting a lot of attention, a lot of reaction from y'all. I thought there was some excellent insight here. You can email us at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Not only if you have an opinion on something, but if you see something we ought to be talking about, y'all are great at that. So send it along. Uh, two weeks later, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listening last week to the musings of how to clean up after said unfortunate event in the consulate, it struck me ironic that the best pigment sealer for floors, windows, and ceiling or walls, floors, and ceilings after a messy event is called Kills. The best blend is the oil base, no longer available in California. 
Maybe that'll be my new gig when we inevitably have this one end. I will illegally import oil-based kills into California. That and untaxed cigarettes. <laughs> and Coors Light, like smoking the bandit. <laughs> or Coors, whatever that was. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then um, then I like Chris in Colorado Springs, uh, P.S. Musical choice for the chore, because remember, the autopsy expert who just coincidentally was there when the fist fight broke out and the guy was accidentally killed, that's the Saudis' version of the story, uh, he said, I pop in earbuds for this sort of work. I suggest you do the same. Uh, uh, Chris in Colorado Springs suggests ABBA's greatest hits are to be depressed while listening to ABBA. Oof. No? Even if you're cutting so many in pieces? Hmm. Well, it reminds me of dealing with Baxter last night, who got sprayed not only in the face, but all over the front of him by a skunk. In a nightmare that lingers on, Judy's dealing with the aftermath this morning. And the problem is the uh, the, the cleanse that everybody recommends, which is uh, hydrogen peroxide, uh, like a quarter hydrogen peroxide, quarter cup of baking soda, and a teaspoon of uh, dishwashing uh, detergent, dish soap. Uh, the problem with that is everybody says the most important thing, do not get it in their ears, their eyes, or their nose or mouth. Be very careful. Well, the effort got sprayed in the face. <laughs> so what am I supposed to do? That's where all that stuff is. Baxter, you're not an effer. The he effer? is an effer. I've warned you about skunks. It's the black thing with the white stripe. <laughs> Moving along. Here's uh, Joe in Dayton, Ohio. We already have a national show. Probably streaming it via iHeartMedia. Media, my iHeart Radio. Gents, Mohammed bin Salman showed his amateur leadership in uncovering Khashoggi's now admitted death. MBS could have blamed it on a YouTube video and announced that he will get the perpetrator. Oh, landed a glove there on old Sue Rice. Mm. Susan Rice going on the Sunday shows talking about the Benghazi killings. If thing, if that didn't smooth things over, he could have said it was because of a protest or guys out for a walk decided they'd go kill some Saudi citizen. What difference at this point does it make? Yes, a ridiculous comparison as one nation remained passive to murder while the other, the likely perpetrator, nonetheless, in the end, the outcomes were the same. That's some good sarcasm, Joe. Well done. I'm proud to carry your name, sir. Loyal listener Robert in San Diego. Why doesn't the White House just say in regards to the Khashoggi matter, we will expect the U.N. to use their considerable influence and might to bring justice to the matter. Please stop laughing. That's that, that's a pretty good ploy right there. Now, why isn't the UN in charge of this? Because the UN is a meaningless debating society. It's it's really a diplomat social club. They all go to New York, they eat steaks, they get drunk. They park wherever they want. They park badly because they have the diplomatic immunity. Uh, so I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah, we want a couple more emails. These have nothing to do with uh, Khashoggi. I like this one from David. David in beautiful Umpqua, Oregon. What if football stadiums were like golf courses? Each a little different. Think about it. This one's 110 yards. That one is uphill. (laughs) The other one is wider at one end. This one's a dog leg left. I kind of like that, actually. I do, too. Baseball has similar things with different field sizes. True. True. Well, as a golf freak, here's a question for you. What if other sports were like golf, in which the governing authority allowed the equipment makers to continue to, quote-unquote, improve the gear so that, you know, next season you have guys hitting 600-foot home runs. Season after that, they're hitting at 725 feet. 
So they have to expand the stadiums over and over again. Before long, you got guys hitting thousand foot home runs and pitchers getting killed regularly because <laughs> of the velocity of the ball coming. Punters punting the ball not out of the field to play, but out of the stadium in football. That's what's going on in golf. It's ridiculous. Mm. It's also they can sell more gear to, to hackers like myself who want to hit it you know farther and straighter. You're just one club away from making the tour, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Just one more $400 expenditure, honey, and I'll have this game licked. China wants to put an artificial moon in the sky. That'll end well. And they're going to uh, use it to light, illuminate a city with eight times the brightness of the real moon, eliminating the need for street lights. That's their theory. That's a bad theory. Um, so they're going to do you know, that. I don't know that much about later this year. False moon illumination science, but I'm guessing that's a bad idea. <laughs> <clears throat> Your own moon. Um, on the Twitter last night, I posted a picture of uh, our pug, Pugcito, looking a lot like Winston Churchill. Shockingly like Churchill. Um, I enjoyed. Is the that res- like a, a, a little smoky? Standing in place of his cigar, Churchill's trademark cigar. That's a pepperoni. A pepperoni, thank you. Yes. A delightful treat. <laughs> um, my favorite response, though, was from our own Sean Thomas, who said, this is excellent content. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Positive Sean with a positive comment. Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. That is absolutely hilarious. What an odd-looking animal. Jack, what's your total of animals at this point? You live on a ranch, so the goats don't really count, do they? Well, yeah, it is different when you live on uh, on uh, on property because, like, my dogs get sprayed by skunks maybe once a month, if not more, and it's just not a thing because they stay outside and run around till it wears off. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. it's just different. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of animals. Does 45, it wear off? Maybe it wears off. Eventually. I'm sorry. Did you say 45 and then try to move on with the number of animals that <laughs> yeah, you currently I, have? Yeah, no, that's correct. But most of them are goats, so they're kind of in one specific area. How many of those are scapegoats? Do you keep those around? <laughs> but I do have four dogs, two cats, and uh, a horse. What about your fancy your fancy rats? The rat is no longer. Oh, oh sorry. No. That was our Kate, my wow. eldest, Caitlin, when she was a little kid, had two fancy rats, and we had two rats. One of them got a, some sort of heinous rat disease. Yeah, that was tough to watch. And that's what got, really. Yeah, it was unpleasant. Ours was respiratory. They just coughed. Oh, this, down this one, one day. was this one was ugly. I don't want to get into the details. Okay, the other one was don't. lonely, so we found it a new home. The hamster also did not uh, did not survive the summer. This new home wasn't under a shovel, was it? No, 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 no. Actually, okay. somebody who really wanted a fan. Yeah. They were pretty expensive. Yeah. Okay. I would not want to say how expensive. Three figures. You would oh, wow. a freaking rat. Wow. <laughs> Some diseased rat. <laughs> You're saying you wouldn't treat that rat like Saudi Arabia treats its journalists? Correct. Okay. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, thousands still on the move, so how long till the caravan gets to our southern border? Any minute now. Gird your loins. More twists in the Khashoggi investigation and the latest in the Monsanto roundup suit. A win and a loss for the chemical giant coming up. I thought it was big news that that caravan, which might be 10,000 or more by the time it reaches the United States, is headed to California, not Texas. Right. So stay tuned for all that. Michael, I will talk about this song next. you got to hear this. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. your 401k doing let's get a one word market report from sean <laughs> the market is tumbling oh it's down the nasdaq 
That's down. How? The global Dow. Even that's down. Nowhere is safe. Tumbling. Put your money in Zimbabwean tax-free bonds. <laughs> Currency trading. Yeah. Diamonds. Side note, did you guys know you could lose money investing? This is BS. <laughs> Quickly, buy silver from Glenn Beck. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun when it's going up. Then, yeah. Then you stop paying attention when it starts going down. And... That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, thousands of Central American migrants continue marching toward the U.S. southern border. Their numbers continue growing. U.N. estimating the group is now more than 7,200 people, many of whom they say intend to continue the march north. By that time... When Donald Trump gets his wall paid for by Mexico... They'll get to it and just stand there milling around, then walk back home. We hadn't anticipated this, they'll say to themselves. <laughs> right. By the time, Build the wall. By the time they get to the uh, southern border, their uh, crowd could be as big as 10,000 people in this caravan. So how long? How long does it take to walk from Mexico's southern border to the U.S.? Well, the Washington Examiner looked into it and found from Mexico's border with Guatemala to McAllen, Texas... It's uh, over twelve. It's over twelve hundred miles. So at three miles an hour, that's going to be about three hundred and seventy-five hours or thirty-eight days if they walk ten miles a day. Well, that's if you're going to the closest spot in Texas. If you're going right. to California, that's a lot further. Yep, migrants have to travel twenty-five hundred miles, and that would take almost three months on foot, based on ten hours of walking each day. Who sets out on a three-month walk? Yeah, yeah. Well, as we pointed out the other day. There's a lot of logistics here. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of medicine. There's a lot of water. There's a lot of transportation, support. This is not just people wandering the streets, although, right. you know, there is an element of that. There's also, and I heard the ambassador from Mexico interviewed yesterday, and we should dig some of that up because he was really backpedaling. Because um, they're claiming, Mexico's claiming these people are refugees, and that's why they should get to go to the United States. But U.N. law is that Mexico needs to take care of them. Right. Since they've got refugees in their country. But he First came, country you come to. He was coming up with some reason why that didn't apply to them that didn't make any sense. What a joke. Yeah. Everybody's a liar on this stuff. Another wrinkle in the Khashoggi case. Body parts belonging to the slain Saudi journalist have been found, according to a new report out this morning. A report from whom? Sky News. Sky News quoting an unnamed source saying the 59-year-old Washington Post columnist had been cut up and his face was disfigured. Mm. All right. This may or may not be true. Turkey lies all the time. There's a ton of this story that might not be true. He's gone. So it's almost certain he's dead. Right. All the other stuff comes from Turkey, which there's no reason at all to believe them. But we all do. Because it's exciting, and it kind of gives us an excuse to be mad at Trump. That's part of it. One source telling a news outlet that Khashoggi's remains were found in the garden of the Saudi Council General's home. So anyway, it's the latest wrinkle in this ongoing case. Well, that would explain why he hightailed it back to Saudi Arabia. Mm You're going to start burying journalists in my garden. I'm going home. A sort of win, but really an overall loss for Monsanto as a judge in San Francisco reduced the amount the company has to pay in damages in a high-profile case, but upheld the overall judgment against the company. Monsanto was sued by Benicia, California School District uh, groundskeeper Dwayne Lee Johnson after he was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Now, Johnson claimed he developed a condition 
from spraying the herbicide Roundup, which Monsanto manufactures as part of his job. The company said their chemicals were safe, but a jury paid attention to the fact that the company apparently hid testing that showed it is not. Then in August, the jury awarded him $289 million in damages, which the judge now says was too high. The judge admitting the jury's verdict that the weed killer caused Johnson's cancer, but reduced the amount awarded to him to $78 million. Yeah, Monsanto's appealing that, saying that they didn't offer any proof that their product caused the cancer, which is kind of the fundamental question here. Yeah. Got a new report that says Russian troll bots made the controversy over the NFL players protesting during the national anthem bigger than it might have been. The Wall Street Journal reports a Clemson University study found a Russian company backed by the Kremlin flooded Twitter with thousands of inflammatory tweets about kneeling during the anthem. So they say that just helped to inflame passions on both sides of the question. Meanwhile, you got the World Series starting tonight. Red Sox hosting the Dodgers game one at Fenway Park. That will start right around 5 o'clock West Coast time. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Uh, I got a teacher here who says, I make $93,000 a year. I've been a teacher for 24 years. There are other people that make more. I'm very happy with my wages. Always have been. I've never liked these stories about teacher pay. That's one teacher. Right. Talking about her and wherever she lives. Um, Sarah Silverman, comedian, friend of Louis C.K., says Louis C.K. did what Louis C.K. is now famous for in front of her a couple of times with her permission. Maybe we'll get into that story. It's an interesting relationship they have as friends. I think the uh, permission part is pretty key to the whole deal. I don't care what, what your kinks are. You, you know, May everybody I, agrees to it. Would you mind if I... I so listen, would it be I, too much to ask? May I be so bold if yes. I were to presume? <laughs> would it be an imposition if I... <laughs> so a uh, salute to Michelangelo. My dog Baxter got sprayed by a skunk, and so he's playing Steely Dan featuring the fabulous skunk Baxter on guitar. Wow. Michael, you are an artist, sir. Did the Secret Service have to break up a fight between Chief of Staff John Kelly and Corey Lewandowski? Our man, Corey. Be exciting. Among other things, on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. A cruise line has announced that it will be launching an exact working replica of the Titanic for people to travel on uh, beginning in 2022. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Boy, if God's a fan of irony. Yeah, the Titanic 2 set to make its two-week maiden voyage in 2022. 
Um, it's a great idea. It has the same cabin layout as the original Titanic. It's going to sail from Dubai to Southampton, England, and then on to New York, tracing the North Atlantic route of uh, the original Titanic, which sank, as we know, in 1912, killing a young Leonardo DiCaprio. I now, is seen Kate, the movie yet. Is Kate <laughs> Winslet going to be aboard? Because I'm kind of a plucky working class guy. Yeah, if you saw Leonardo DiCaprio on the deck of the Titanic, I would, uh, I would, I would scurry off. But anyway, it's kind of an interesting idea, though. How accurate are they? Are they keeping it? Are they going with the same shortage of lifeboats as well, or what? The exactly same grand staircase and giant chandeliers, same orchestra playing bittersweetly until the boat goes underwater. If you're a cruise ship band and they call you up and ask you to play. Do you take the gig? It's like the old joke of you make a joke about Lincoln getting shot and then you say, too soon. Because there is a point where you can make jokes about things. And it's interesting. Obviously, you know, two years later, you wouldn't make, uh, in 1914, you wouldn't have made jokes out loud about the Titanic and all those people drowning. No. Or 20 years later. No, it was a horrible tragedy. But maybe 40 or 50, but certainly 100 plus years later. You feel free to make all the jokes we've made, and you, you get a boat that looks just like it, and think, wouldn't it be crazy if we got on a boat like the Titanic and went through the same spot? And everybody will make the same joke during the voyage. Right. Yeah. Wacky. Human beings, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> Shoot them into space. <laughs> For a follow-up, is this company making the, what was that blimp, the Hindenburg? The Hindenburg. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like, no, God. Now that, you know, that's funny. <laughs> P.S. That suddenly made it seem incredibly distasteful to me. You wouldn't do that. Now, why? Because the Hindenburg was in the early 30s, late 20s? Well, well let's let's come up with a more recent tragedy. We're going to get a... How about um, that Malaysian flight that disappeared? Okay, how about We're going to recreate it, give it the same number, and who knows where we'll land? <laughs> you want macabre? I'm going to get a limo, just like the one that crashed and killed those 22 people a couple of weeks ago. Wow. It's going to be just like that limo, yeah. and wedding parties can rent it and drive the exact same road right. that that wedding party drove. Yes. How is that different, not different, than the Titanic? It's deal? T- just time. It's exactly the same thing, only the distance of time. Wow. And that sounds crazy. Like only a psychopath would do that. Right. It's incredibly troubling. Yeah. Humans, what are you going to do with them? Right. You're going to masturbate in front of them. That's what you're going <laughs> to no, do. I'm, no, no, I'm not. Sarah Silverman, <laughs> who is a very funny comedian. Um, Ex-wife of Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that's right. Got tired of how freaking sanctimonious he's become. Anyway, and she she's always made very uh, over-the-top sexy jokes, and she's been friends with Louis C.K. since before they were both really big-time famous. She's featured in his TV show a lot. Um, and, and she's hilarious and he's hilarious, but she said Louis C.K. did that in front of her when they were younger, but with her permission. I've known Louis forever. I'm not making excuses for him. If he asked if he could do that in front of me, sometimes I'd say, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and other, that's an interesting friendship. She said it was like science. I was just kind of interested. And other times I'd say, no, that's gross. And we'd get a pizza. I like pizza. That was just our I relationship. I like it better than the other alternative. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, even if I'm not hungry, I'm going to opt for the pizza. Yeah. Wow, that's 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 interesting. It is. They were friends and not lovers. Correct. Wow. Okay. Okay. Huh. That's very odd. Don't know what you want to do with that information. Don't know what you want to do with this information either. Your poop is probably full of plastic. Now, because this is about poop, some might be tempted to take a childish and idiotic uh, angle on this. Why is everyone looking at me? 
Well, I'm kind of hoping somebody does, because (laughs) the truth is there are things, medical things happening in the world that are of undeterminate origin. Why so much autism? Why so much anxiety, depression? I think a lot of the anxiety and depression has to do with the nature of modern uh, man and our lack of community, as expressed by uh, Sebastian Younger and Tribe and... uh, Jonah Goldberg in his book, The Death of the West, or Things Suck Now, or... I can't Moby remember. Dick. Moby Dick is the name of the book. It's kind of a theme on Ben Sass's new book, too. Ben Sass, thank you. I knew there was another example. Um, but there are also, you know, increasing rates of Parkinson's disease and all sorts of neurological stuff that nobody's quite sure why. And um, this, uh, this article in Wired.com is talking about microplastics. These are... Tiny, tiny pieces, less than uh, five millimeters wide. Um, and some of them glob onto, uh, onto each other in the Pacific. Some sink to the, uh, the depths of the ocean. Still like others, the Titanic. Exactly. Still others get ingested by marine life, including fish and shellfish, which are in turn ingested by other animals like humans. Um, but it worries not only ecologists, but gastroenterologists. Those are the folks who study our guts. If microplastics are invading the things we eat, it's possible they're invading our stomachs and intestines, too. Uh, but nobody's really bothered to look at that in a systematic way and figure out if it's doing anything nasty to us. Until now, at the United European Gastroenterology Meeting in Vienna, the researchers announced they have detected microplastics in stool samples from every single one of a small group of international test subjects. I would bet every dime I have that they will someday discover something like this is causing the autism and anxiety and all the problems. Something like this. Or a contributor. I think people who don't are not into science or are dumb often look for one answer to a question when, you know, in science it's, it's often a couple of things. If you have lots of plastic in your gut... That means you can't process an enzyme, which means with the modern world constant inputs, blah, 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 it triggers whatever. It's a multi-step thing. You have to have a couple of things um, present. Uh, the pilot study tested eight subjects from Austria, Italy, Finland, Japan, the Netherlands, Poland, Russia, and the UK. No Americans because they fear us. Each maintained a food diary the week before donating their stools. Tears and diary. I would donate mine too. I, you don't need to pay me for it. Tears diary. I ate manwich last night. Hmm. Hmm. And they have a description of how they donated the stools, yeah, which is unnecessary. But I'm glad they're taking a look at this. There's something going on with the plastics or pesticides or hormones in the food or something. Mm-hmm. You just know there is. Every participant's poop tested positive for plastics from polyethylene, commonly found in plastic bags, to polypropylene, bottle caps, to polyvinyl chloride, that's the PVC and PVC pipe. Wow. In fact, of the 10 types of plastics that researchers screened for, nine were detective, detected. On average, the researchers turned up 20 particles of microplastic per quarter pound of poop. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's not hard to imagine that something that is around us all right now, as I speak, will be banned from the planet decades from now and we'll think what a crazy backward time it was. People, were, people would drink out of plastic cups. Can you believe it? Right. Something that's never existed on Earth, we came up with, 
we invented, and it's incredibly useful. But it's never existed before on Earth. There's no beast that's ever ingested it over the course of many decades. What it, what's that going to do to the beast? It's, well, we're finding out. I it's think. very disappointing that the, our science came along, and you know we were able to do away with the plague and polio and and all kinds of heinous diseases that that wiped out children for for tens of thousands of years. But now we got these problems going on for something that we created, probably. Yeah, yeah probably so. Hey, have you heard about that? I'm sorry, I don't want this to be a total downer segment, but have you heard about that polio-like illness that's affecting uh, some kids across America? Yeah. They, it's coming from a virus, but they don't know which virus, and they can't figure out what's going on. It's, uh, you know, I don't want to scare you or anything, but... The New York Times is reporting that on a particularly nasty confrontation this year between Chief of Staff John Kelly in the White House... And uh, informal Trump advisor Corey Lewandowski was a near brawl that the Secret Service had to get involved in. They had to remove Lewandowski from the building. I remember that. Tough, proud general, mouthy, hard guy New Yorker. Thinks he knows everything Corey Lewandowski. Yeah, I can see that too. He he single-handedly ran the Trump campaign for like the first six months of it. Right. Doesn't Um, like some outsider telling him what to do. There are some people making the argument that the rational thing to do is to play the Mega Millions lottery, since it's up to a billion-some dollars. I ain't going to play, but maybe you are. Latest on uh, Khashoggi's body parts. I'm going to win and give you paper cuts with my $100 bills all the time. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.